Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good evening and welcome to night 11 of the Fallout Bar. And brought to you by Online Darts, sponsored by our friends at Paddy Power. And for a one-off special, we are joined by the one and only John O'Shea. John, late night. Are you ready for this? Uh, uh, well, well, ready is probably uh, no. Shall <laughs> <laughs> we give it a bash now? anyway? We'll just get things right now. I'm not Chris Mason or, or, or Dozer. You're, you're, are you going to say you're even better? Is that you're building yourself up? Is that the start? Well, we'll, see how, we'll see how tonight goes. <laughs> <laughs> John, before we go into today's action, did Christmas? Yeah, to say, you know, it was quiet, but enjoyable again at the same time, you know. Kids enjoyed it, you know. That's, That's what, what it's matters. all about, really. It's all about the children, like, you know. Yeah, 100%. And one thing that wasn't quiet was day 11 at the darts. Before we go into each dames, what a day. What a day, Mr. O'Shea. We had a bit of Unbelievable. Yeah, there was just so much. There's so much that to, to even cover tonight, like that what happened today in the darts, you know. But do you know what, Lee? I didn't, I didn't expect anything else other than what's been what's been coming. Like, you know, it's been a it's been a marvellous um world championships to be fair you know from 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 start right up till now like and it's only going to get better but yeah what what a day what a day what, what a day you got me to cover <laughs> just before we go into the dames let's say quick hello to a few people in the chat room daniel's in joel's in hgv's in dan simpson's in i seen dan simpson was looking forward to it as he doesn't tune in this late normally, Dan doesn't, but it's does your on, John. That's definitely does okay. Mr. Simpson's join. Bob says hello. Rob says it's the Joker. And Connor's in as well. Let's get started. And what a way to start the day with Stephen Bunting defeating Florian Hempel yeah. 4-0. And John, it just seemed from the off, Bunting was all the hope that's been around Bunting. Mm. He lived up to that and much more. Hundred percent. The last the last few months, it, it didn't shock me what he was producing um, today and what he's produced in 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 the last few games and in tournaments previous to this. You know, the, the man the man is an exceptional player. I think he, I, I actually think he's underachieved in the PDC in the length of time he's been there, but he seems to be coming into his own now at the moment. You know what I mean? Like, and and fair play to him. You know, fair play to him. You know, there's there, there's not a lot of guys out there. Um, 33, 34 ton plus averages this year. Yeah, that's that's fair going. Like, you know what I mean? Like, fair play to him. And, and the start that Bunting had, I'm just looking down at my phone to just make sure that the number's right there. Picked up from Redbit, 115.6 start, 107 set two. It dropped then to 96 to 97, but by then, it seemed that Florian Hempel, yeah. who, let's be honest, played very well, stored very well. 
just in Look, the chances, uh, but it seemed like it seemed like Bunton had done the damage early on. Uh, yeah, but you know what, Florian, Flo, fair fair play to Florian. First up, you know what I mean. Like, and people should people should realise that these players they're not here to make up the numbers. These boys can play dance. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I know Florian was under pressure at the start of his previous game. Like, if he lost, he would have lost his tour card and whatnot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so coming in against Stephen after the way he played in his previous game, he was buzzing. Like, but he lost the first set with 107 average. And Bunting is averaging 115. I think he, I think it was six, six legs, maybe. I think he had like f- f- nearly a hundred percent, double percentage, which was, you know, like like the commentary said earlier on, like if you're if you're playing on a pro tour and you're playing the best of eleven and you win six nil and a hundred percent on your on your doubles, what do you do? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you shake you shake the man's hand, walk off, and say, "Well, geez, I hope he doesn't do that too often." You know, you 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 gotta you gotta respect you gotta respect these people, you know. And Florian Hampel played his part in that game. I know, I know he'd probably walk away from it, probably feeling a bit unjust, like. But you could see him out. You could see him every time Stephen hit a double. It was like, oh Jesus, is he is he going to miss? You know, and he and he didn't for a period of time. He didn't he didn't miss, and it looked like he was going to miss a hundred percent on your checkout rate. Yeah, what, what what do you do, Lee? You know what I mean? Like, what 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 yeah. do you do? How how can you, how can you fight that? You know exactly that. It was it was damage done very early on. But just before we listen to Stephen Bunting and talk a little bit more a bit more about Stephen from a Florine Hempel point of view, John, do you think coming into the tournament, not looking just at today, but coming into the tournament, is he walking away thinking job done because he's come up against someone today who's absolutely everything? Yeah, but the end of this tournament is redeemed his total status. Yeah, hundred percent. I I think okay. If I if I was to put myself in Florian's position, where uh, I I had lost my tour on as well, but I didn't make the world championships. But if I was in his position, and I had won one or two games where I was able to secure my tour I think job done. I think everybody would be happy. Management would be happy. I would be happy that I'm going back in February to play. On the pro tour, if that if that's your end game, then job done as far as I'm concerned. So today's game, I think he might have went in there with the attitude. You know, don't get me wrong; every player goes up there to win, right? What I'm just saying at the same time, had he the same intensity he had to make sure he got that win in the last round to secure his card, as opposed to. No, he's on a free roll. If he beats Stephen Bunting, it's 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 money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's, you know, it's just it's less less pressure probably into next year and moving yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah, like, that's, like, that's what that like, would have I, I I could see the difference in the, in the two players, Florian today and Florian the other day, where the intensity. Oh, it's like I I got to throw I got to throw really really well here. I need to you know keep my car keep my car. And he done that, and it was like it was like a weight lifted off his shoulders. He went into the Stephen Bunting game, saying, "Okay, I played really well in that game. There's no reason why I can't play well against Stephen." But then Stephen is is was in a whole different zone altogether. The first yeah, two or three sets, it was like, "Oh man, that was that was mind-boggling." Like, 
You know what I mean? Like, and this is why I always said about Stephen Bunting, like he's been in the PDC what 10 years now. And he like for me, Stephen Bunting is a guy that should be competing every year for a spot in the Premier League. That's that's my opinion. I really do. I really think he's that good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think he's certainly living up to that argument right now with his performances. And talking about Stephen Bunting, let's hear from Stephen Bunting himself a little clip from his post-match interview with Phil. Um, there's two of us up there, and we're both be trying to win. Um, if I play my best game, I have a chance. But let's see what happens tomorrow. Good afternoon, thank you. Thank you, Stephen. Congratulations on that tie. Did you hear what Michael said last night? He said, "Give me Bunting." He's got him, hasn't he? Careful what you wish for, is it? Like I said, um, just another game to me. Um, obviously, Michael Van Gerwen is a special, special talent, and I need to play well to win. But there's no pressure on me at all. I'm, I'm a massive underdog, um, and I'll go into that feeling that way. And obviously, I'll put the preparation in and make sure I'm 100% ready. Sounds like he's looking forward to it, John. Yeah. And. You know, you got to be careful. It's exactly what Phil said. Like, you got to really got to be careful what you wish for. You know what I mean? Like, and and, yeah, and, and, and Stephen, he's like, he's going to he's going to take sets. It's where it's whether the timing is right. This this all these boys can play it down. It's it's Taylor said it for years. It's all about timing. When you hit that score to leave that finish. That's they, they can all play the game. That that's that goes without question. Every single one of those players that made it to Ali Pali or are playing on the proto, they can all play. It's yes. all about hitting that score at two all at two all in the set to win that pivotal set and to take that set then. That's what a, that that's what this game boils down to in this format. You know? I think I think he gives I think he gives. I think he gives MVG a right good go, if if not beat him. That's been honest. I really believe that. Hold that for for now, John, because we will be predicting tomorrow night. Oh, well, I've changed my mind before the time we finish. I'm I'm sure you will. You'll sit on the fence with that one, and does it? <laughs> who knows what will happen with you? But we will move on to game number two in what for me was just a fantastic day of darts and the afternoon session. There was a lot of expectation around the afternoon session, around it being probably the best of yeah, the round three. Was, yeah. And for me, it lived up yeah. to that. And one of the dames that that done that was Joe Tullum versus Ryan Searle. It was a, an inconsistent Ryan Searle, I think is probably the best way to put it, as there was moments of brilliance. But Joe Tullum just stepped up and when the moments were needed and when Searle did throw stuff back at him, we found Joe Tullum to find another gear. Yeah, I I I agree. When 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 the game was going on, and as I was watching it, I felt there was only one thing to call this game, and it was a game of opportunities, lost and won. Do you know what I mean? Like there were there were Joe. I I I I had Ryan down. I think to win four three. Um, yes, simply because just, just, just simply because I thought Joe this year, I just thought Joe this year hadn't done a whole lot. Now, for for when I say that, when I, when I say that, like I know he's got the two semi-finals of two um, majors, but Joe's expectations of himself, 
I think Joe underperformed this year. So the, the reason I went for Ryan was I felt that Ryan was going doing his bit week in, week out and and whatnot. And I felt that he maybe just 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 had that edge. I it was four three either way. But the chances the chances that that the doubles that Sarah missed and then Joe couldn't take those opportunities when he was giving them. I was like, oh, this is going to swing in roundabouts. It was going, you know what I mean? Like, and then Joe took control of the game. And I found, I found, I felt sorry for Ryan because he didn't deserve to lose the way he did, even though he still averaged 99 after the first two sets with all those still missed doubles. Now, he 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 finished up losing four two Ryan. I think he had like twenty three twenty four percent on his 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 double. To what well, what did Joe have? Maybe maybe forty percent. Yeah, twenty three twenty three point twenty three point five for Ryan and forty percent for Joe, which was crucial. Yeah, look, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan knows himself. Like that's where his that's where he lost that game. Simple as that, like you know what I mean. Like there was, there was chances there. I think, I think there were two sets all with it, and I think he'd yeah. seven missed out yeah. to win the set to go three two up after coming from two nil down or some two one down. Yeah, yeah, and, that's and just, that's tough. That's it, and, that's tough to take. Yeah, certainly is. And before before yeah. today's session, me and you dropped a few messages with our predictions on, and both of us on this one sided with Ryan Searle. Do you think we probably underestimated yeah. that, yes, Joe Cullen hasn't had a great year in regards to because he hasn't picked up a title, whether that be on the floor or anywhere yeah. else that we're probably talking that. But actually on TV, as you mentioned earlier, the two semi-finals, from a TV perspective, he's mm. done stuff that in previous years, obviously last year, the year before he won the Masters, but yeah. he hasn't done on the TV. And do you think we probably underestimated how good Joe Cullen can be on that big stage? Yeah, like I, I mean, let's be honest about it. If you think about, if you think about it logically, right? Today's game, when Ryan Searle and Joe Cullen came into this game, and I've watched, I've watched all the games, and I would have, if you had said to me, if you had said to me today I, 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 about Joe, I, I would have said that, oh, geez, today's his first day playing, because he's went so quietly about the way he's been going not not just for not for just for this tournament but seeing seeing Joe today playing for the first time well I've I've, I've seen him play his first round game but to see him play today against Ryan Sir it was like today was his first time playing because nobody made a big you must understand like you know what I mean like when when you're when you're sitting down watching the dance playing and and Luke Littler has done all these amazing things the likes of Ryan Sir, the likes of Joe Cullen, do that that moment that they're supposed to get spoken about is gone. And if you've if you've popped out or you've went to the toilet or you walked the dog, you forget that the man was even in the tournament. You know what I mean? Like like I said, I backed, I, I, not backed, but I, I I predicted Ryan to uh, to to beat Joe. But that not saying that Joe couldn't have have won anyway because Joe's quality. You know, end end of like, and he can go deep in this tournament. Anyone, any one of them can. You know what I mean? Like, but it showed it showed today 
what he's what he's capable. I mean, like the fourth set, the fourth set, uh, two two all two all on Joe's throw, and that changed it then again. Do you know what I mean? Like in in those sets, those sets are changing, like just so that sets game changes so fast. You're t- you're two little up. All of a sudden, it's two all. All of a sudden, it's four two. You're gone. Good looking things. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I think um, part of but, Joe, but to Joe be fair, Joe pulled Joe, Joe. Don John, sorry. No, no, I just I was just saying like Joe, like Joe, Joe still got the job done. He was there to do a job, but even he said in his interview afterwards, he got nervous. He got nervous there when Ryan was starting to come back. I think, like I said, I think Ryan had darts in the fifth set to go three sets to two up. I think if Ryan wins that set and he goes three, two up, I think Joe's gone. I think Joe admitted that himself in his interview afterwards. Um, but you see this, this, I just, I just, I just couldn't believe the amount of darts that Ryan Searle had missed at a double. I don't think he can believe it himself, you know, to be fair to him, like, you know, but Joe, look, Joe got the job done. That's the bottom line. They don't, they don't write that on the trophy. Exactly. And you mentioned Joe Tullin's interview. Let's hear from Joe right now. Well, I don't know. Oh, with a bit of luck, Ricardo beats him. That would be ideal, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, but no, no, whoever it is, you know, it's a World Championship, it's the last 16, you're not going to get, I know it's cliche, but you're not going to get any easy games in the last 16. If, if Ricardo does go on to beat Luke, he's done it, he's done it on merit and he's, he's played some amazing darts. So whoever it be, you know, hopefully I won't be playing tomorrow, hopefully I get a day off and I'll be playing Saturday. <laughs> I was a bit sick in my mouth a little bit. Um, but no, no, it's, it's one of them. It's, it's a great shot to take if you're, if you're the one that hits it. Um, and like I said, it would have hurt anyway, but after missing three clear darts, and I love double 18 as well, you know, I back myself there, but um, especially after missing that, it hurt even more. But obviously, I got, got me on back the next the next step. Oh no, it's, it's one of those. I think I did an interview before my game tonight, and um, Abby, Abby said, Oh, Ryan's one of the best double top hitters, but darts even though, so I can't stop him hitting double top, you know, it's I can only do stuff to put pressure on him. So it, it's one of those you, again, it's cliche, but if you, if you play your own game, um, I, I think I've got the I think I've got the game to go on and win the whole thing. So um, whoever it be, whether it be Luke or Ricardo, um, you know, I'll definitely be up for it. Yeah, well well spoken yeah. from Joe as it as it normally is after a win and you know, he's always yeah. honest. He was, he was honest on stage. He was honest with Phil, where he mentioned that, you know, he would rather play the weaker player. But Yeah. Yeah. Um, who, do, who doesn't? Especially at this stage of the tournament. You know what I mean? You are, you are coming yeah, into that business and doing so the one thing, The one thing you'll always get from Joe is honesty. 100%. Joe left Joe left 36 after 12 darts. Misses. And Ryan goes out on 124 to steal the, the set. You know what I mean? Like, you can't... You And then he got it back. He got, he got it back in the next one after that. As he said there in his interview, he got him back straight after that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but... Look, Joe... Joe was... Joe corns it as he sees it. That's, that's the bottom line. Like, but... Look, there was only one, there, at the end of the day, when you look at that result, there's only one result here, and that's 40% of Joe and his doubles 
23% for Ryan. Ryan lost that game simply on his his finish, bottom line. You know, yeah. there's, there's no way, you know. Perfect way, I guess, to move on to game number two. And, John, I'm just going to reel off some stats on game number two. Christel B, four, Ross Smith, two. Christel B, average 102.36. Ross Smith, average 103.33. There was 27 180s thrown. And in Mm -hmm. set two, Christel B, averaged 122.30. And Felt. and the highest the highest single set average so far of the world championships, and we've also had Christel being set free was averaging one hundred and thirty before missing I think it was seven set darts and then lost that set that just showed yeah. just those numbers alone before we go into depth on the day just shows what a there's only one <laughs> there's there's only one word that can describe that game. Filth. <laughs> Pure filth. It is. Do you know what? I wrote down. I wrote down. I had to write down a few things, right? Doza, uh, Doza was commentating on this game, like you know what I mean, like. But I don't know what they're feeding them in the northeast of England. But there's something. There's something. There's something happening anyway up there, like you know what I mean, like. But yeah, twenty-seven one eighties. Like Ross was losing two sets to nil, averaging 110. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it you know, was just ridiculous. Can I change can I change my data bark? You know what I mean? Like just move the seniors forward about <laughs> six months. But I guess you know, nice job. John also when, but when I, you look at the stats and when you look at the numbers and we, you sort of break it down, the, the, the checkout percentages because it you know, I don't want to just go on stats because this was just a brilliant spectacle if you didn't have them. But both players were on 35% yeah. of Dublin checkouts. However, mm-hmm. Ross Smith had one had one lead where he missed seven. And Dolby also had that lead that I mentioned where he missed seven. If yeah. you look at them as an individual, taking out those seven and taking out when they had the top of leads where they missed a handful, they was absolutely yeah. relentless, relentless on the outer ring. I there's 27 180s. You're expecting that percentage probably not to be as high because the practice and the, the damage was done there, but they wasn't missing anything between them. Yeah. I I tell you, I tell you now, I wrote this down, right? And I, and the, the only reason I wrote it down was six legs, right? On a pro tour. It's 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 six. It's the first of six, right? So Chris is Chris is uh, he's one set up and he's two legs up in the second set, right? So he's one five and this this is the sixth leg, right? Ross is averaging one hundred and twelve, right? Chris is averaging one hundred and fourteen, and they've had ten one eighties. Man, that's it's... that's that's just mind boggling. And like you said, there was one set, the third set. Only for the seven missed darts, Chris had a double. He was averaging 130 in the set. It's it's not normal, is it? Where do you go? Darts, 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 darts. Boys are all capable of this. This carry on, like you know what I mean. Like it's filth. It's pure filth. That's the only way you can describe it. 
It was a game of two halves, like a two sets all. They were both averaging 107. What it, what it actually makes me think, John, is you're a complete madman by going back you know, to Pewstall to compete with. We talked about the likes of Luke Littler and Stephen Bunting doing things. We've got someone who's lost 4 2 in a world oh, championship, averaging 103. It's just ridiculous, the standard. Um, these players can produce not over your first or six games, but these London formats as well. Have we lost you, John? Are you still there? It's like having God back on the stream. We have lost the joke of all we're talking about. Can you still hear me, John? Yeah, you broke up with me there, buddy. Okay, perfect. Are you back now? Can you hear me? Yes, can hear you perfectly. All right, I can, I can all, hear you. There. I can hear you there now, yeah. All done then. We'll just let the connection set that up. While we're yeah. doing that, let's hear from the man himself, Chris Dobie. Yeah, I'm confident. Um, if I can put on a performance like that, then I've got a great chance. He'll not want to be playing me in that kind of form. And I've got a good record. I think I've won four of the last five against Mike as well. So that'll be in his head and I'll be going in there confident. I've, I'm, there's no pressure on me whatsoever. Um, he's the world champ. He's got all the pressure on his shoulder. So I'm just hoping to dethrone him. <laughs> and John, just before we move on to the evening session and we talk for the three games tonight, just one word, just one sort of question on that Chris Dolby and Michael Smith game. Does Chris Dolby now go into that the favourite, even though he's done up against the world champion because of Smith's yeah. form in his first two games and Dolby's form on the back of that? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so, 100%. I was going to say that anyway. Um, Chris, is, Chris, Chris is a dangerous, dangerous player now, no matter what tournament he's entered. The Premier League has done him the world of good. You know what I mean? Like that guy, that guy has a throw. It's mint. You know what I mean? Like there's very little go wrong with that throw. As as was Ross, Ross Smith's throw. His throw is mint as well. And you, you couldn't split the two with him. Chris came out, but Chris going in against Michael Smith. I think Chris was right in his interview there. Michael Smith is under pressure. He's not performed. And he knows that himself. He's not stupid. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know people on social media have been blaming his dark. Look, I think Michael Smith could throw anything he wants, even nails if he felt like it. You know what I mean? Like, but, but this, 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 this is all, this is all boils down to one thing. As a famous Corkman once said, Boise, and you, you know this saying, fail to prepare, prepare to fail. You know, if, if Michael Smith has said uh, what he said about enjoying the World Championship win for the last 10 months and he didn't he didn't really give it 100 percent. Well, I can I, I can tell you this. I can tell you this right now. Chris Dobie has and Chris Dobie will beat him if that's if that's if that's what he's gone in with. You know, but that doesn't mean that Michael Smith not going to just show up as he does. But uh, yeah, I. I I'd I'd be uh yeah I'm a big Chris Dobby fan. I like his I like his attitude, he's a good lad. His like I said, his throw is mint. Boy could go deep in this, he can go deep into this tournament big time, yeah. Hundred percent. Next question. And, and, unfortunately for everyone who's watching tonight, we'll hear who you predict to win when we finish the day's play. But 
just just leaving on the afternoon session, um, yeah. for me, it, it totally lived up to expectation. It was billed as the best session as round three by a lot of people on social media. And it lived up to that in yeah. every stretch of the imagination from outstanding performance from Stephen, one of the best names of the tournaments by Ross and Chris and the drama of what Joel Tullen and Ryan Soul had with the yeah. doubles. It certainly did live up to it. And then the... Drama and upsets continued into tonight, John. You'll be very careful now with that word. You have to be very careful with that word now. <laughs> upset. Derwin Price against Brendan Dolan. There is not a lot of people, I'm not going to say no one, there's not a lot of people who would have had Brendan Dolan to beat Derwin Price, but he did it, and he did it, if I'm being honest, convincingly. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't look, I won't lie to you. I, I gave you my prediction. I thought Gezi would bear Brendan 4 1, but that didn't stop me from shouting for Brendan. Do you know what I mean? Like, but, but, you know, how do you, how do you even begin? Where do you even start? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I got annoyed at the very start of that game when, when commentary were calling Brendan a pest. Now, this is a professional sport. These are professional people. These are ex-dark players. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't sit down when the Ryder Cup is on, listening on Sky Sports, when some when some fella just won't bugger off and leave Tiger Woods alone and call him names. I don't see the professional side of whether 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 it was meant in jest, whether it was meant as a joke, whether don't do it. Yeah, it's it, it is a it, it's a, a difficult one because it's understanding the meaning of what Wayne means when he alluded to that. Um, because you can see on the side of that it's disrespectful. The, the flip side of that is it, is it mentioned around? Don't. Breaking up or then, Mr. Uh, O'Shea? You don't call. We seem to have lost John O'Shea just for the time being. We will get him back very, very shortly. I've just seen his internet connection as dipped. Um, but back to the day, Brendan Dolan um, took an early lead, held on to that lead, and Prosser then didn't seem to be able to live up to a crowd at Ali Pali, and it just seemed that whatever he wanted to do, he couldn't seem to find. We seem to have John back one second. Let's say him back in. John, can you hear me now? Now I can't hear you. One second. Yeah. There you go, Jonathan. Yeah. Hey, now. Perfect. You hear me? Yeah, perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, was, I, was, I was just, yeah, I was just alluding to, to everyone else that it seemed like Brendan Dolan got hold of that match early on and just was able mm -hmm. to keep Price away at, uh, at arm's length. Yeah. But on, on Derwin Price, um, and we will come back to Brendan Dolan and hear from Brendan Dolan as well. On Derwin Price, 
is it now becoming a problem with Durban Price and Alexander Palace? Because he just didn't seem to have that fight and that stage presence that we've seen from Price at Aldersley or match play. Or do you think it was just an off day for Price? I think it was just an off day. Look, Gezi, Gezi's, Gezi's come from another professional sport. You know what I mean? Like, he's been in arenas where there's quadruple what's inside Nally Pally. You know what I mean? Like, he's played on the Pro 12 with with um, Glasgow Warriors. Like, he came from another professional sport, rugby. It's, it's drilled into him at a young age that rugby, his mindset is all about winning. Ah, Gezi had an off day. Gezi knows he had an off day. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't think. I know, I know. They talk about the crowd booing him and and whatnot. Like you know what I mean? Like, well, no, he's he's no, he's a lot stronger than that. Gezi's a lot stronger than that. I think he just had an off day. Brendan took his chances, played really, really well, and that's that's what another seed player does to another seed that's off on. That's that's what I saw of it. Gezi was nowhere near his best. But then neither was Brendan, but Brendan played better. Just before we hear from Brendan, Brendan just before we hear from Brendan, John, that's two matches now that Brendan's won, not winning the most leads in that match, not hitting the most 180s, which we know he can hit the 180s, but he's not known as being one of the best hitters on the floor. But more on the, he's the only player, he was the first player to win a day in this year with not winning the most leads. He's followed up with his next time with Enzo Durbin Price. Um, I briefly had a chat to his manager, um, Will, this evening, who, who was very much, you know, it was just a great win. And he's doing things at the right moments, which, as you said, Phil Taylor's alluded to. But Brendan Dolan's just doing that in his tournament and it's working perfectly for him. Yeah. Look, I must I must give Brendan a ring and see what, how, how he's able to pull this <laughs> off. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because... <laughs> But, but you know what? Fair play to him. Absolutely fair play to him. The man's been around a lifetime. He's, like I said before, he's led the way in Irish darts. And he's he's gave us, people like me, inspiration to follow in his footsteps. And long may it continue, you know what I mean? Like, but Brendan, Brendan, you will never in your life, and I mean this, come across a nicer block. Ever. It's, a, it, on that. it's actually a toss-up of a coin between him and Go on. Him and do Johnny Clayton. <laughs> I knew you were say Johnny. I knew you were going to say Johnny. Just while, we're on, <laughs> just while we're on Brendan Dolan, let's hear from the man of the moment himself. I think, uh, and possibly he has had, you know, a lot rougher crowds in the past. Or, you know, when I see it on television, I've felt it a lot worse. But I don't know what it's been like because I haven't been in the venue. But definitely, for me, against Geze, I've played him a couple of times on the stage, and that's the worst it has been, you know, against Geze. And yet, in the flick of a switch, Throwing them on, and you know, it, it was too mixed. And once I got ahead, and at certain stages where he was going for doubles at the end, you know, the booing and that there for me it was it was not on. Or it shouldn't have happened. But you know, you know that's why that eighty-one and that seventy-six to make it two all. It was just pure class, just pure class, just. 
them finishes, you don't think they're far better than a 170 or 164, you know, because 170, 164s, you have nothing to lose. Gezi had everything to lose there, and he pulled it out of the fire. Thankfully, he didn't score enough in the last. I suppose, in certain ways, I'm not used to all the crowds, you know, you know, being for me. But uh, you know, and probably at certain times when they started cheering for Gezi, it kind of calmed me down a bit. You know, I said, okay, we're back to normal again. But uh, it, it can be hard. It can be more distracting than Aachen, and that's the only hard thing. It's like it's nothing like what Gezi's feeling. You know, Gezi's fighting a battle all the time, and the man doesn't deserve it. You know, as, as far as I'm concerned, you know, he's a class act, and he does amazing stuff for... Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com, code GLOW. Our game, our sport, is uh, you know just pure class, and uh, you know the performances put on stage is has been amazing at times, you know. So that in itself, I suppose, it makes my win a lot sweeter. Yeah, as always, Brendan very well spoken, and Tom's across very gracious in victory and defeat, and he speaks he yeah. speaks very very highly there of Derwin Price and. Like he says, he, I thought, I thought it was point. still quite bad today. I didn't think it was as bad as yeah. it's been. I still thought it was quite bad today. Yeah. And Brendan sort of probably alluded to a very similar point. For him yeah. on stage, he's never experienced it. So to experience no. it, it felt really bad. But actually, like he says at home, it is a bit different. But moving on to the positives for Brendan, it's a win. It's a place in the last 16. Yeah. And, yeah. and but you know the, what? Way, Even... the way he's winning games, he's got to be going into it positive because... There is a probability looking at the does he plays the winner of Anderson and Boris um tomorrow, tomorrow. The probability is he doesn't play till Saturday. So he's got a couple of days rest, you would assume. Yeah. That the one put him on Friday due to Anderson yeah. playing Thursday evening. And to me, then that plays in favour. It's an extra day's rest on whoever he plays. Um so all things are looking oh, yeah. very, very good for yeah. Brendan Dolan. Oh, yeah, yeah, big time. Look, even in that interview there, boys, the, the bottom line here was that he's 100% right in what he said. Gezi don't deserve that. Gezi is actually an absolute gentleman. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't deserve... I suppose we don't at home hear it as badly as if you're not in the, as if you're in the venue. But I can agree. I, I, I agree 110% with Brendan. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Gezi don't deserve all that shouting and abuse and booing like you know what I mean like but Brendan's interview just sums Brendan up 
that's that's Brendan all out, and that's 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 it. Every interview from here to the day the man passes away, that'll be his interview. You know what I mean? Like he has great respect for every single person that stands on the same hockey as him, and he is totally against anybody that's like against what happened with Gezi when he played him, or or anybody that plays Gezi on that stage. You know what I mean? Like it's uncalled for. But look, look when you when you feed all these people a load of drink all day long, they think it's a great crack. Like I heard in the middle of one game there a while ago, there was a guy whistling. I was like, seriously? You go, you pay good money, you go there, enjoy the crack, enjoy the dance, enjoy the sing song, like. But you really have to whistle out loud up next to a, you know what I mean, like. Yeah, that's just, it, that, John, that point yeah, exactly probably yeah, leads us on perfect. It probably leads us on perfectly because I totally agree with you. The, the people who whistle are complete and utter idiots, but it leads on perfectly to game number five of today. And what was Lou Humphreys versus Ricardo Petrescu? Yeah. Another very good watch. Numbers might suggest otherwise, and that's why this game isn't just about stats at all. Yeah. It was a very watchable game. It was a very good yeah. game. An upset yeah. was on the cards, and Lou Humphreys did. Did find that way back. Just one thing I want to talk mm. to you about before we go into the Dane. We saw the social media post from Lou Humphreys about an hour before his Dane that his point had then broken. We found out since, obviously, that he had to change his darts mm. completely because he didn't have any replacements yeah. similar to the other two that he was using. How, yeah. how important was it for Lou that he was able to still get over the line with a change, a, something that you you would never expect as a dark player to happen so close to you going out and playing that game. Yes, your flights or your stems, but for your point. Yeah, I think I think Lucas played with those darts for a long time. Didn't he have one of those points was different to the other two? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strange. Yeah. Yeah. Something to do with the, 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 the point changer. He couldn't get the point out or he couldn't get one in. I, I don't know what it was, but he had one point different to the other two anyway. But look, for, for somebody that's not used to changing, like if you take Rob Cross, for, for instance, Rob changes his darts every time he plays. So a new set of darts to Rob means absolutely nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like, I stay with the same set of darts as long as I possibly can. Now, if I have a few sets of the same darts, I rotate them. So they feel they feel the same, you know what I mean? Like So I would play darts with three different sets, but they're all identical. Whereas Rob would change his darts each time he plays. So each dart that he throws with is a brand new set of darts. So if Luke played with his set of darts that he's always played with, and to, for him to change today when that happened, and for him to achieve what he's done in that scenario, you know, kudos yeah. to the man because I can tell you if you had a set of darts that you've had for 20 years and you were playing in a final and the point busted and you've no way of changing that point and you have to go away and either get another dart or another set of darts you're panicking you're panicking big time and especially against Pikachu who's been playing really really well these past few weeks you know what I mean like so yeah kudos to Luke for um for um for for doing what he done and to come back, I think they, he was on about the crowd over on the left, the right hand side of the stage, were giving him fair grief. Like you know what I mean? Like I reckon he could have done with half Velen Road inside there tonight. I'd say <laughs> with the Leeds man, you know. Yeah, and and 
And I think that that's why I mentioned and sort of brought into it because it was interesting to get your point of view um, as a professional player of how important that build-up would be. But then into the game, you mentioned it on the first game that maybe it didn't come across on TV that it was bad the crowd to Derwin Price. But one thing that yeah. Luke Humphreys alluded to in his post-match on TV and in his post-match with the media is that, that mm. every time he was up for a double or a check-out, the whistling was relentless from that one side of the board. And yeah. one thing I just want to get across of this is the amount of Germany fans that come over to the World Championship is great. It is unbelievable yeah. the amount to travel. Yeah. And it, we're not going to say that it's all of them that have behaved this way. Because Luke was able no, to pick out a section of the road. And while you're yeah, on yeah, there, yeah. you can obviously yeah. pick them out. But for Luke to react the way he did, it's... I think we there was a, a stat I saw about the 12 months ago to the day, Michael Smith was 3-1 behind to, to Martin Chidler and 1-4-3. Yeah. And now Michael Smith went on and won the World Championship. Is this the mm. day that Luke Humphreys, we've seen him do unbelievable stuff. Is this the day that he's now, he was already a serious contender, but is this another notch that we haven't seen from him recently? Yeah, I think that's a that tonight was definitely not a notch, but but you know for 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 what he was able to pull off tonight under those circumstances, you know I'm not I'm not sure how many people could have pulled that off. You know, like we've heard it with we've heard it with Gezi, we've heard it with with other players down through the years. You know, watching back there today. When um they were going through the world championship uh, finals, the years that different players won it, like and I think there was one or two finals there when fellas were going up the throne for the double, the crowd went absolutely ballistic. Now I've stood on that stage, boys, as you know, last year, and I stood back off the line at one stage to throw for a double, and the whole place stood up and started singing, just singing, and the shake, the, the the stage was shaking. You know what I mean, like so. When you have, uh, when you have people that are whistling, like you, you're going in to throw for an important double to win a set or win a leg to keep yourself in a set, and if you're a rhythm player, you got going bang, 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 bang. The darts have gone out of the hand even before they even realise what's happening. But the minute they see you go up and then pull back, I've seen it there with a goal with Daryl. He just he just paused for a second just to fix the shaft and the barrel. And all of a sudden, it's like they, it's like they walk them all up. Ooh. Everybody's like, "We're saying, shut up and sit down, you shut up, fucking idiot." <laughs> you know, you leave a throw for his double, like you know, do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's it's like all of a sudden, like it's like, but when when they start all together, I shit you not, man. I, when I was up in that stage last year, man, the whole stage shook. You know, it's a it's 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 it's, it's a lovely place for a dark lover like me. To be up there, but to be up there when they start doing that stuff, <laughs> they know where to run, they know where to hide. You know what I mean? Like, and for players under pressure to hit a winning double or to keep themselves in the set under door circumstances. Yeah, kudos, kudos to Luke Humphreys. Yeah, big time. Yeah, big time. Ricardo, Ricardo played his part. Yeah, you know, Ricardo ended a. 
ended a very, very good year in a very, very good way. And it's not with, I know it's not the, a nice to go out of any competition at any stage, but he's mm. gone up against a tournament favourite. He's touched him to a last set decider, uh, last set decider. He's absolutely through what he had left at Luton Humphreys and just that little bit of quality mm. at the end, the sort of 102 that Luton Humphreys found in average in the sixth set to take us to decider. And then you felt like, Luke Humphries has found his game yeah. with these darts. It took a little bit of time. But yeah. let's hear from Luke Humphries himself. You're rubbish, though. There's, there's no denying that. It wasn't my best performance. Uh, the point breaking before I started wasn't the best thing, was it? Playing with a different set of darts, you know, it, obviously it really didn't work for me. You, know, you can see on the stage I tried changing uh, flights and stuff, nothing was working. So it's them set, them set of darts that really have won three majors for me and I had to put them in the case. So yeah, it wasn't easy for me. It was, it was, it was quite surprising. I thought, you know, there was going to be a good German crowd. I think that 40% of the tickets were German people. I thought, you know, the, the English crowd was going to voice with them and they kind of did in the end when I was coming back. But um, you got to give credit to them because, you know, they were fantastic in there. There was about three people that were just whistling and booing every single throw. I don't know if you picked it up on the cameras or anything like that, but it was just ridiculous, you know, every throw. But what can you do about it? There's nothing you can do. They've paid their tickets, they come, and uh, if they want to try and do that and affect the game, then it's impossible to stop them. But uh, they got what they deserved in the end with the reaction. Is that true? I'm the favourite. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat what he wants me to say. Um, I think, you know, of course, he is right in what he says. I understand that, but um, I think I deserved when I walked into this room as the tournament favourite because what I've done the last two months, I deserved that. But I think if you're going to place your bet, you probably would Michael. And there's only one reason: is because he's been the most consistent and, and best player player the last ten years. You know, if you're going to rely on someone to, to perform, you know, it's going to be Michael. <laughs> Michael trying to that a bite out of Luke Humphreys previously and Luke giving him absolutely nothing. And then, John, we move on to the yeah, final game of of what has been a fantastic um, two sessions. Yeah. It was Ricky Evans against Daryl Durney. And Daryl Durney found a way to win. And then it wasn't a spectacular day, but we try, we're probably comparing this to what we'd seen from the lights of Ross Smith for his Dolby, what we'd seen from Bunting. It wasn't, yeah. from a standard uh, perspective, the same. But again, it had an awful lot of drama from set one, mm. from Ricky Evans opening up with a, what is it, a 130 opening leg? From that moment, yeah, yeah, all yeah. the way to the, until yeah. the end, there was us on the edge of the seat, undecided which way this game was in the door. Yeah, yeah. I, look, I think I think because the games beforehand had went on, they went they'd done their course. Uh, you know what I mean? Like they like um, Gezi's Gezi's game against Brendan, and then the game after it, it, it was the, the night was getting on. The lads were probably back in the lounge or back in the players' lounge, probably wondering how long more, how long more. For two exciting players, Ricky Evans being Ricky Evans and him doing what he does. And Darrell, you know, there's only one person, there's only one thing comes into my head when, when someone mentions Darrell Gurney is fiery, mad, you know. You know what I mean? Like, um, you saw his reaction when he won when, with those big checkouts in his last game. 
you know, that's Dargony. We all know that's the Dargony everybody wants to see. Unfortunately, that doesn't come out often enough, as, as far as I'm concerned. And I've said this to Daryl on, on tour. I says, you know, what what happened to that that fiery that fiery Daryl? You know what I mean? Like, but um, I won't tell you the answer he gave me. But you know, I know the I know some of the reasons behind it. But um, and Ricky, Ricky, you know, played Ricky two or three times this year. You know what I mean? Like. You know, yeah, fucking sweat be pouring off. You're just trying to keep up with him. You know what I mean? Like, um, so the game itself was a bit, was a bit, you know, I think even Daryl's celebrations when he was winning legs or when he was winning sets, you know, when he was walking off the stage with his head or walking away from the hockey when he hit that 130, put his head down, walked away, walked back to the line. Ricky was just standing there. Uh, I, th- I thought the game itself was a bit flat, but it didn't take away from Daryl playing well. Ricky played well, but I reckon mm-hmm. if that game had been an, an opener of the night, I reckon we'd have saw two different, completely, completely different players. And do you think John, just a desk perfect person to ask this question to, Ricky and Daryl are both from the same stable. You've come up against yeah. people from your same stable before. Do you think, and we've seen Ricky do yeah. a lot on stage, we've seen Daryl do a lot on stage, do you think there was a yeah. certain level of respect that probably meant the Dane didn't live up to the level of performance Always. that we can see from both Ricky Evans and Daryl Derner? Yeah, 100%. 100%. It doesn't... I've, I've played Rob Cross this year, I've played Josh this year, I've played Scotty this year. As you know, the three of the, the four of us are on the same team. And it's not the same. It's not the same because... You spend you spend your time supporting them. You know what I mean, like. And then when you play them, it's like, no, no, no I got to beat you. No, no, you're not my friend. You know what I mean, like. And there, there is an element of friendship that comes in the way, but you got to stand on that line and and take that friendship over it and and be done with it. Like, it's the same with the Irish boys. When I play the Irish boys, I've played them all this year. Brendan, Mickey, Willie, Stephen. Keno, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's literally every man for himself. But yeah, there is an element of, you know, we're good friends. We're we're part of the same stable. We're part of the same group. We sit together. We dine together. We drink together. And now I got a fucking battle. Yeah, that's that's the, that's the bottom line. Like, you know what I mean? No, you no you're in no you're in my way. You know that kind of attitude. You you need, you need that attitude too. Like, but look, it's the same for them. The same for that. Yeah, and and, and that that finish, Lloyd says, we saw a, a bit of everything on on day eleven. We saw great averages, we saw great drama, um, mm-hmm. and we saw an upset um, from a seeding perspective with Dolan and Derwin Price. So we delivered an awful lot. Yeah. But this, and I appreciate that we are very late into the night, so I appreciate everyone who's in the chat room and still tuning in. But it is your time to get involved because. It is now prediction time for day 12, John, and I know what social media is like. Everyone's going to be listening to your predictions and they will be calling you out for them tomorrow day. So we are going to go straight in with Dame number one tomorrow, John, and it's Damon Hetter versus Barry Vampire. Demo, demo wins this. The demo wins this. Yeah. 
Two watts though. We don't sit on the fence with just the result here, John. You know this. <laughs> um, Demo wins 4-1. Oh, Pumped I've up. got mine written down already. I've also got Damon 4-1. Um, I was impressed with you that. Do, you, do know, you do know now my latest predictions for the last two days have been absolutely chronicle i've got i've got i've got i got most of the winners right but predicting the score man is unreal yeah it, it is it is very difficult and kudos to what emma emma payton did a few sessions back in predicting for absolutely spot on um let's just go through the chat room and let's see some of the predictions it's very heavy on damon hetta david's not four two hetta paul's just on for hetta Dan Simpson has done 4-1 Hetto. Oh, me, you, and Dan have all done 4-1. That definitely isn't happening. Sorry, Dan. That's well, not it anyway. Yeah. That's 4-2 that's to Berry. Yeah, and well, yeah. Graham's done 4-2 to um, Berry. We've got 4-1 Hetto from HGV. Preston has done 4-1 Hetto. Daniel, 4-2 Hetto. Jamie, 4-0 Hetto. Tommy, 4-1. Jack, 4-3. Sean is a Berry fan and on 4-2. Bob, 4-2 Berry as well. And Toller has done 4-0. Anthony... Thank you for joining us from the US as always. Moving on to dame number two, and this one's a difficult one to call. Johnny Clayton versus Christoph Ratoisty, because Johnny Clayton, I would expect, will do in favourites with our friends at Paddy Power. However, it hasn't been the best of best six months for Johnny, but he can find a way on that stage. And I'll go first on this one, John. And I've gone for Johnny just getting over the line. But I'm expecting seven sets here. Yeah. My head my head says something completely different to my heart. <laughs> my head my head says Christoph. But my heart says Johnny. And I can relate to Johnny's um situation at the moment you know Johnny just recently lost his father and he was a big part of Johnny and the darts and I heard an I listened to one of Johnny's interviews there recently and it, he's heartbroken the fact that his father is not there to see him up on the Ali Pali stage because they've done it for so long I can relate to that because when I played Johnny last year at Minehead Laura's dad had passed away that same that same night and it took months just it, it like it didn't affect me immediately. It, it, like it didn't. I say, I say that wrong. It affected me, but not as much as it affected Laura because it was her father or he was my father-in-law. But I can see where Johnny's coming from, and I watched Johnny's game against Stephen Lennon, and it was like Stephen was fighting for his tour card, and Johnny was just going through the motions. If Johnny shows up, and he will give it a hundred, he'll give it a hundred and twenty percent. I know he will. Because that's what Johnny does, like you know what I mean, like. So for, I think I think he get I. Like I said, my my head says Christoph, my heart says Johnny. So I'm going to go for a four three Johnny. Johnny. That means with two out of two, we are exactly the same predictions on these two. That's not looking good for the um, Damon and Johnny right now. Um, Dan's also on four three Clayton. Uh, let's just have a look. Connor's on four. Oh, no, that's Hetta. Um, David's on four, four three, Clayton. Um, Sean's on four three, Clayton. I think most Tell people. Stop copying us. Most people are very much that this is going to be a tight game. We've got a four three with Toasty from Tommy. 
4-2 Johnny from Graham, 4-1 from Connor, Ratoisky 4-1 Paul, HDV 4-3 Ratoisky, Jamie's done 4-3 Johnny, has extra leads written all over it. It's certainly one that you would expect to though. Deep Preston's 4-2 Johnny, Daniel 4-2 Ratoisky, Joel 4-2 Ratoisky, Jack has done 4-3 Ratoisky and Bob 4-2 to Johnny Lewis is in last minute there with a 4-1 Ratoisty. Moving on to day number three, John. Um, with you have first. We, have we one. only ever had one? Have have we only had one game to go to Sudden that's off out? Was that Mickey and Brendan's yeah. game? Is that the only game that's yes? Yes, it certainly is. But Jim Williams and Raymond Van Barnavels. And the winner of this Michael. is to play. The winner of this is to play a certain Luke Littler. Oh, flaming hell. <laughs> I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Jim Williams win. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> I'm gonna go four two Jim Williams. Um, I can't even share my notes. I don't think it will appear on the screen. No, it won't. I've got 4-2 Jim Williams. I wrote mine down before, just so I don't change my mind. But I have on 4-2 Williams. Dan Simpson, Phil Barrett, you you're sacked. You're sacked. Dan Simpson, if you reply... If he goes back now with 4-2, that's Phil Bowers and Dan sacked. Luckily, Dan has done 4-2, but he's done 4-2 with Barney. So that is a, that's certainly a bonus. Graham's done four three to Barney. David's on four one. Jim kind of four three Barney. Um, head says William. Heart says Barney for Sean. Preston's done four three Williams four two Williams HDV. Jat has done four three to Jim. Um, Daniel's on four three Jim. Paul's on four. Two MVB. Tommy's done four three Barney. Sean four one to Jim. Bob four one to Barney. Um, and Tonner wants the Barney alarm. It'll be played tomorrow night if he wins. Um, but not right now because we are very deep into the night. Um, and the missus would tell me if an alarm is off as I wake up. Um, moving on to the evening, John. It is with me first. Um, Dar Anderson versus Boris. Um. Darren Anderson, I, I can't see him struggling with Boris. The one thing I will say is it's all on the start for Boris. If Boris can be in early on, that's the only way he will question Darren Anderson. But I've got Darren to win 4-1 because I think he'll just be too strong for him. The same as Dan. What have you got? Don't say 4-1, John. I'm going to go for Gary here. And it's very easy. Gary, Gary makes things very easy for people. 4 0. It's just too strong. Yeah, but... He's going to be too strong for Boris. I, I genuinely think that. You know, maybe 4 1, but I think Gary, Gary's up for this. I spoke to Gary a few weeks ago, and this is all he's been talking about. He wants this. He wants this. He wants the third one. I think he's up. For, I think he's up for it. I think he's up for it. 
and I think I think he 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 beats Boris. You know, it'll be close in sets again. Yes, Boris will win legs, but I think Gary does the important things again at the right time. I think he's been there, he's done that, wore the t-shirt. Thanks very much. I think Gary wins. I think Gary wins. It'll look it'll look flattering the scoreline. It'll be obviously a lot closer than that. But I think I think four nil. I think four nil. Maybe maybe four one. Just going through I'd say four nil. Yes, because I've done full one. We're not having the same on this one as well. It's then staring. Um, everyone yeah, stick, in the I think four nil. So. Everyone in the chat room that I can see just running through has done for Darry Anderson. Apart from Sean, who has backed Boris, we've got someone who's done twelve nil Darry Anderson, and I'm with John. I think Darry Anderson wins. Well, I've done full one. He's done four nil. I think we'll see some close sets, um, but yeah. I think Darry Anderson will be too strong for Boris. Now, these two dames, John, absolutely anything could happen because the form of the sun of these players is just ridiculous. But it is weird. I don't, I don't have any more games, no. <laughs> you don't? Have you not seen the two that have been released? No. No way. No. Not believing you. Dame number five, I John, swear to God. Is, okay, well, well, you're going to have to make them up on the spot. But dame number five tomorrow... Is Michael Van Derwin versus Stephen Bunting? What's the format? Same. Is still the first to four. Yes, yeah, still first to four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this goes this goes all the way. Sudden death. In who's this goes all the way? Sudden death. Stephen Bunting. I've done Stephen Bunting to win. I think this is the best version of Stephen Bunting. Yeah. I, I honestly, right now, think this is the best version of Stephen Bunting the PDC have ever seen. I know we've done ridiculous yeah. stuff when he went all the way in the Masters and the World without dropping sets and, you know, aren't yeah. dropping any legs. And I, I think back then he was it was different level. And he's probably as close to, if not the best Stephen Bunting the PDC he's ever seen. Um, from his perspective, yeah, I agree. And I, I think he beats. I think he beats Michael four two. Um, <coughs> then it's just about an important start. And, and when I mean yeah. that, it's it's not it's not just about winning. If after two sets it's one one, I don't think that's a bad storyline for Stephen because he's not behind. I don't actually think that two yeah. two it would be a bad storyline for Stephen. For him I to just, be at that stage, I, I'll be honest with you. I just don't think. Yeah, I just, I just, I just don't think that. Um, I mean, this, this, what I'm about to say will probably get me shot, but I just don't think Michael is as ruthless as he used to be. Yeah, this could very just easily be. This my opinion. I, I like, I, I just think he's not as ruthless as he used to be. Uh, he has, he hasn't proven that recently. But if there's one stage that no. he's going to prove that, it's probably the World Championship stage. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, just yeah. go yeah, through some, some predictions from in the chat room. Run through them quickly. Graham's on 4-3 MVG. Um, David's done 4-3 MVG. Um, Dan's on 4-2 MVG. HEV 4-3 Bunting. Daniel 4-3 Bunting. 
Tommy 4-3 bunting, 4-2 bunting. A lot of support for bunting. Sean's on 4-3 bunting. A lot bunting. of support for bunting. Yeah, big time. Everyone has done bunting mental. Tonner's done 4-3 MVG. Jamie's 4-2 bunting. And all 4-1 MVG. I'm not sure how you've got them two store lines. And Bob's on 4-2 MVG. I'm Preston 4-3 MVG. Um, and that seems to be... So that was a fall and banged ahead. <laughs> four two to one player or four one to the other one, but you know what? I'm the worst at prediction, so here we go. And then, as as Dan Simpson yeah, has yeah, just yeah. mentioned in the chat room, can we now do the main event? We can do the main event. Um, it's hard to say to the main event as MVG and Stephen Bunting's a fantastic day. Um, but game number six, John O'Shea, is Michael Smith versus Chris Stelby. Chris Dobbing. And not just on today's performance, which would definitely it would have pushed me if I was if I was still sitting on a fence after today's performance. But I'm gonna go off Chris's year and how he has progressed. He is he is top quality. He is top quality. He'll be he'll be ready for it. Look. I'm not taking anything away from Michael Smith. He's world number one. But, 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 has he done everything that was needed to be done to prepare properly for this event? I don't think so. And I think Chris is the better player. And I think Chris wins. One thing that I will say, just before that you store prediction, I haven't seen Laura put any predictions in so far, John. But she's come out with a 4-1 prediction for Chris Dolby in this one. Very brave considering some of the other games are probably more easy to pick. She's done 4-1. Yeah. What what are you done for, John? Storline. Sudden death. Three sudden deaths. Three sudden deaths you've picked. Two, maybe. Two well, or you three. see, we're, we're, at, we're at that stage of the tournament now where it's going to be extremely hard to see which guy has has it on okay we saw chris do extraordinary things well ago in the first two sets averaged 122 but then fell off let 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 uh ross back well, uh, that's wrong to say he let ross back into the game ross was averaging 110 so he got himself <laughs> back into the game it wasn't chris coming off you know what i mean but i can see something similar happening in the in, in the smith game and the, the doby game and I think because of that, I think we're looking at a, you know, one all, two all, three two, three all, and I think we're going to we're going to go we're going the distance. Yeah. So I've done for Chris Dolby to win the game, four two. So my biggest worry, John, is I've got I've got all our predictions in front of me now. We have picked the same six mm -hmm. players to win. All the games tomorrow. That is very, very worrying. I feel sorry for everyone that me and John have jinxed. Um, but I've done for four two. Let's just run, <laughs> yeah, yeah. run down in don't, the chat room. Don't believe everything we say. David's done for four two. Dolby Jack four two. Dolby HGV four one. Dolby a lot of love for Dolby. Graham's done four two. Dolby Dan Simpson has done four two. Dolby Pride of the Tune. Preston four three. Dolby Daniel four two. Dolby Paul four three. As I mentioned, Laura's done four one. Tonner. 4-1. All those are for Dolby. 
Um, Tommy says this is when we're going to um, he's going to show why he's a world champion and on for four two for Smith. Um, four three. And he could. He could. Jamie four two. Yeah, four two. Smith. Sean's done. Bob's on four three. Dolby. Um, and that is all the predictions in. So. As we come to the end of the show, as always, I want to say a huge thank you for everyone tuning in. It is now five to one. We started this show on the 28th of December. We're now in the 29th of December. Um, thank you very much to Paddy Power for their continued support. Um, all the clips on the interviews you have seen, the full interview is available on our YouTube channel. Thank you for all your hard work, Mr. Bars. You will also see the Daryl Durney interview over on the YouTube channel as well, just as of that day finishing so late, we didn't get a clip for that one. Um, as I said, thank you to Paddy Power. Thank you for everyone in the chat room for staying so late. And Mr. O'Shea, thank you for joining me on day 11 to talk through what has been a fantastic day and predict what is going to happen yeah. tomorrow. Um, Absolutely. Trent. Anytime, anytime, buddy. But can I say one thing you, before I go? Yeah, of course, Dan. Yeah, of course, Dan. Can I wish can I wish my two teammates the best of luck? Best of luck to Rob and to Scotty. They're still left in the tournament too. So yeah, I wish them the best done. of luck. Yeah, yeah it, it seems so, uh, it seems the right way to, to finish the show to come on and, and we've alluded to teamwork and we've alluded to how it feels for Ricky and Daryl. Da yeah. So I only write that pass that message on to Rob and Stott and um Lord says from everyone at online darts, thanks very much for coming on, John. Thanks very much yeah. for everyone in the chat room. As per normal, we will be back tomorrow with the fallout bar as we will talk you through day 12 and we will discuss going into the final day before we go into the new year and the quarterfinals will get underway. Thank you very much for joining us and we will see you tomorrow.